Wednesday, everybody, and welcome to the David Glenn Show. Hope your afternoon is off to a fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including the arrival of the 2019 Carolina Panthers. We've been through free agency and the draft and rookie camp and mini camp and OTAs. We're taking a big, big step toward the real stuff all across the National Football League. We will have voice of the Carolina Panthers, Mick Mixon, among our guests. We will take a glance across the entire NFL landscape as some teams started last week, but others like the Panthers reporting today with the footballs flying for real starting tomorrow in Spartanburg, South Carolina in the case of your Carolina Panthers. Jalen Ramsey, star Jacksonville Jaguars cornerback, had the most creative arrival at camp today. It involved an MC. He had his own master of ceremonies who was sitting in the back of an armored bank truck as he arrived at the Jaguars camp. Adrian Peterson of Washington nowadays, one of the great running backs of our time, is broke despite the fact that the guy's made almost $100 million as a football player. A crazy story from off the field, even as he, the veteran running back, reports on the field in the NFC East. We'll talk Panthers with Mick Mixon. We'll talk college football with one of the new analysts from the new channel. It is the ACC Network. It launches August 22nd. It will have exclusive games including in football and men's basketball and everything else you'd want to see. Soon after that, Eric McLean was an offensive lineman for Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers. He is actually originally from North Carolina. How'd those Tigers get him instead of one of our in-state programs? He played in the national championship game. He won the ACC title with Clemson a couple of times. We'll talk with Eric in hour number two. We'll talk with Mick Mixon in hour number three. And we will pick over some of the other biggest headlines of the day, even beyond the NFL. One more thing to mention there, and then we'll get into Zion Williamson. Some see him as a potential billion-dollar athlete someday. Billion with a B, remember. Depending on how you use that measuring stick, billion-dollar athletes. Michael Jordan's on that list, and Michael's Jordan brand just signed Zion Williamson, Duke product, to a shoe-slash-apparel deal. Is that dogs and cats playing together? That's a Carolina guy signing a Duke guy in one of the biggest shoe deals for any rookie in the history of the NBA. Dogs and cats playing together. Shoe style. We'll get into that story. Michael's on that list. Tiger Woods, of course, is on that billion-dollar athlete list. I think the Mayweather-Connor McGregor mixed boxing MMA. It was a boxing match, but you know the deal there. That actually pushed the boxer Floyd Mayweather Jr. over the $1 billion mark. But think about that, man. You could make $20 million a year as an athlete, and it would take you 50 years to get to the $1 billion mark. Nobody's an athlete for 50 years making that kind of money. Depending on how you measure it, LeBron is either there or almost there as he's still playing for the L.A. Lakers. It is not a long list. Other guys joined the club, if you will, 
long after their playing days were over. Like Jack Nicklaus and Arnold Palmer from the golf world weren't close to that kind of money as competitors. The dollars were tiny compared to today. But you get into golf course design, you get into other big sports business, you give your name to the Arnold Palmer unforgettable mixed lemonade and sweet iced tea, you think Arnie collected a few royalty checks for that one? I think he did. Those are billion-dollar athletes, again, depending on how you describe that category. Some believe that Zion Williamson can end up being one of those guys in the long run because of his marketing appeal. Of course, the number one pick in the NBA draft this year. He's in New Orleans, not L.A. or New York, and that usually depresses the numbers just a little bit. But there are reported numbers. We know some numbers. Zion will make just rough numbers, $10 million a year as a player for the New Orleans Pelicans. Okay, that's a nice start, right? Handful of years, $10 million a year, that's on the court. The reported numbers for this new shoe deal with Jordan Brand, seven years, $75 million or so. So there's another $10 million a year. But you're still at $20 million a year. For you to reach those kind of heights, got to stay healthy, got to stay out of trouble, got to be really, really, really good, right? Michael Jordan became the all-time pitch man in part because he has a personality, but also his dunking ability, eventually six NBA titles and all those MVPs, you got to be good to reach that kind of rarefied air, to choose another Michael Jordan term. It is one of the three biggest shoe deals for any NBA rookie ever. There are others who got them later in their career, of course, right? LeBron's on a lifetime contract at this point. But Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and now... From our backyard, Zion Williamson are the three biggest rookie deals ever in the history of the NBA. Michael Jordan's not even on that list. His billion came later, right? His original deal was worth like a million dollars a year way back in the 1980s when he left UNC and Dean Smith after his junior season. We'll get into more of those details. I'll even share a fun story for you with you from back in the day. What were Michael's options in 1984? Zion's options, apparently, he didn't even pick the biggest offer. So seven years, $75 million to represent Jordan brand. And for those who don't know, there's only about 7 or 8% of NBA players who use that brand. And Nike, the parent company, has like two-thirds of all NBA players. That's the monster. The Jordan brand is just sort of a branch of the Nike monster. Put them together, that's, that's almost three-quarters of all NBA players. But the Jordan brand, only 7%. Now, Russell Westbrook is on there, among others. Zion is the new name, and it is one of the greatest deals we've ever seen for an NBA rookie. Does he, do you think, Zion Williamson, do you or your sneaker-wearing kids that you know, do they want to be like Zion the way so many kids wanted to be like Mike way back in the day? Because there better be a whole, I don't know if you're going to get the same chant here in 2019 or moving forward. But I want to be like Mike became central to him being one of the greatest endorsers in the history of worldwide sports. Thanks for digging that out. His name is Darren Vaught. He is the producer of this program. Mick Mixon on all sorts of NFL. Mike Sandel of The Athletic put out an article for years when he wrote for ESPN.com. NFL quarterback rankings, just the starters, 1 through 32. Cam Newton of the Panthers has been all over those rankings over the years. Mike posted his 
2019 rankings at theathletic.com after talking with his usual 50-plus, 5-0 NFL head coaches, coordinators, executives, scouts, general managers. Where did Cam fall, and is that right in your eyes? Who were the eight guys who were ranked by the people in this business as the only what Sando describes as tier one quarterbacks with the NFL preseason camps underway and the first game actually only about a week away, first preseason game in the National Football League. They describe for purposes of this article a tier one NFL QB this way, quote, can carry his team each week. The team wins because of him. He expertly handles pure passing situations. That's the tier one quarterback, 32 starters, only eight of the 32, and Cam was not one of them, got the tier one label from the people in this business. I'll tell you more about this year's rankings. I'll tell you the full top eight, who should be included, and who's missing from the athletics top eight, as that article was posted either late yesterday or a little bit earlier today. We will get some other things, including Jalen Ramsey's creative arrival in Jacksonville. We have Melvin Gordon saying he's not going to play for the L.A. Chargers. He wants more money. We'll get into those details. Major League Baseball teams are now one week away from their trade deadline. Are you a buyer? Are you a seller? Will the Giants' lefty Madison Bumgarner be on the move the way we thought for weeks or will that North Carolina native end up staying in San Francisco because they're actually winning baseball games again and they're right there in the wild card mix if you've gone from outside the playoff picture to right in the middle of it all could you have gone from seller to buyer we don't know all those answers but we can talk about them and in case you didn't know Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Manny Pacquiao are taking shots at each other on social media once again they have one of the biggest pay-per-view success stories in combat sports history they're both I think at this point they're both in their 40s but some are calling for a rematch of Mayweather's win over Pacquiao from a few years ago. We'll get into a little bit of a lot of things today. Darren Vaught is the producer of this program. We do reserve the right to give you one more classic sports movie challenge. It is the fastest growing game show in all of sports radio. It is only available in July here on the David Glenn Show and not automatically every day, but we do have a volunteer, Christian, representing Appalachian State University, has been asked to pick from the group that you voted, the 50 greatest sports movies of all time. The interns are allowed to make their pick as long as it's one of those 50. The task for you is to listen to the audio and tell us the name of the movie. On purpose, we try not to make it too, too hard. You win a prize, your pick from our prize closet. I just mailed two more out this morning. So congratulations to our recent winners, Caddyshack, Sandlot, Remember the Titans, Space Jam, and otherwise. We'll get perhaps another winner along those lines. Christian will join me on this side of the glass when that time comes. Drew representing Elon, Philip representing App State. They are great contributors to our program as well, and they will be among the voices you hear when you dial 1-800-849-2761. Panthers question of the day. Does this look like a playoff team to you? Why or why not? I'll remind you who's back and who's not on the other side as I give my own answer to that question. We'll get into Zion and whether you or the sneaker-wearing kids you know think there are enough that want to be like Zion that he can live up to that mega-million-dollar contract that he agreed to just this week. And I will be able to answer for you on today's program. Darren, is there a third guest floating? We have Eric McLean 
of the ACC Network's second hour. Mick Mixon, play-by-play voice of the Carolina Panthers' third hour. Did you tell me Bob Mueller was dropping by today? Was Because, uh, I mean, you, you've gotten me presidents of the United States, governors of North Carolina. I mean, it's impressive. You and your predecessors, I should say. Of course, of have, course. Uh, arranged, did, is Bob squeezing us in today? <laughs> He's busy. He's got a, is packed, he busy? a packed day. Yeah, I mean, so when, he, when people say no, we, we understand when they have really hectic schedules. And it's difficult for them to squeeze us in here on the statewide David Glenn Show, coming at you live in almost 300 North Maybe Carolina we get cities. Former and major leaguer Bill Miller of the same spelling. Yeah, with his last name. I mean, that would be a good probably brothers from another Mueller, right? One eight hundred eight four nine two seven six one. The correct answer to any sports-related question today, I can just give you as we come to your calls and those sports headlines. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Dad. If the rest of us out here did those same things and there was this same mountain of evidence against us, we'd be charged with these serious crimes and maybe even go to prison? The correct answer, I know this is beyond the sports world, but you know how I like to share my legal expertise. The correct answer is yes, son. That's how it works here in America right now. 1-800-849-2761. Oh, we love sticking to sports, and that's what we'll be doing. Panthers are arriving in Spartanburg as we speak. The NFL QB rankings are out, and Cam is lower than most Panthers fans think he should be. We'll get to the Zion Williamson shoe deal. We'll get to Melvin Gordon's holdout. We'll get to the Major League Baseball trade deadline. We'll get to the NBA's attempt to address the violations of tampering rules and all of these media-reported deals that actually came out before you were allowed to talk to your free agent targets. We all know that that is a charade for the NBA. Executives have been meeting to try to find a better way, so we'll get to a little bit on a lot of things with that in mind. 1-800-849-2761. Eric McLean from the ACC Network on college football. Mick Mixon from Spartanburg, South Carolina, and Panthers camp. Bob Mueller may or may not drop by today. We're glad you're a part of it. 1-800-849-2761. Glad you're with us on the David Glenn Show. Mr. President, Barack Obama, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? David, it's great to be on. It's wonderful to to talk to the folks in North Carolina. I always say uh, I love the state of North Carolina. Love the people of North Carolina. Even the folks who don't support me down there are nice to me. The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. We have a couple floating questions of the day for you. For Panthers fans, as they're reporting to Spartanburg today, does this look like a playoff team to you? Why or why not? My answer is yes. A quick reminder to everybody. This is the ninth season since Ron Rivera was hired as the head coach of the Panthers and that Cam Newton guy was selected number one overall as the Heisman winning national championship winning quarterback of the Auburn Tigers in the SEC. In their previous eight years together, it has been 50-50 in terms of the did you make the playoffs measuring stick. Four of the previous eight years they did, including the playoffs, including that run, I should say, to the Super Bowl in 2015, the year they went 15-1 and in the regular season. So four playoff trips in eight years, including a special one. Four of the eight, of course, were playoff misses, including the first two years of Ron Rivera plus Cam Newton, while they were getting to know each other and Cam was a lesser version of himself, but also including two of the last three years, which with 2018 being, remember, 
the 6-2 and two with the healthy Cam Newton Carolina Panthers and then a 1-7 and seven without a healthy Cam Newton Carolina Panthers. Does this look like a playoff team to you? Why or why not? We're taking those calls today at 1-800-849-2761. Quick reminder, no more Julius Peppers. He retired. No more offensive center Ryan Khalil. He retired. No more Thomas Davis, another of the more beloved players in Panthers history. Now, he didn't retire. You'll still see him on the NFL football field this year, but no longer in the Panthers uniform, the only one he's ever worn since he was a star for the Georgia Bulldogs way back in the day. No more Devin Funches at wide receiver and some others, but you're going to not miss him or them nearly as much as some of those bigger names. So who is here? Well, Cam, and we'll ask Mick Mixon about his shoulder and his weapons and all the rest. A healthy Cam plus a Pro Bowl caliber Christian McCaffrey, who will be his backup is the bigger question, and will he have to play 90-plus percent of the snaps offensively? A healthy Greg Olson, that's with a question mark. When you're in your mid-30s and you've had an injury issue or three lately, you can't be sure. If he's healthy, you feel like you have one of the better tight ends in the NFL. If he's not healthy, well, then that becomes irrelevant. Norv Turner's offense last year looked pretty good before Cam's shoulder took that hit and he couldn't throw downfield. You have a revised offensive line. You have a who steps up at wide receiver question. You have new faces on the defensive line, although some of them may be past their prime in support of a guy like K.K. Short, one of the mainstays and another uh, pro bowl caliber guy at times at defensive tackle. You, of course, have Luke Keekley. You still have Eric Reed at safety and James Bradbury at cornerback. To me, it looks like a playoff team, not a no-brainer, not bet the ranch, the farm, and the dog. But when I look back at most of those eight seasons with Ron Rivera and Cam Newton together, the first couple, I didn't think they were a playoff team, did you? The first couple seasons, I mean, they took over because stuff went poorly, really poorly before they got here, right? More recently, I have been more optimistic about the Panthers, and they have made the playoffs four of the last six years, although, again, they've missed two of the last three. Does this look like a playoff team to you? Why or why not? I'll share more of my answer, and we welcome yours. The other thing I promised, and then your calls. Mick Mixon, third hour. Eric McLean, the former Clemson star, now with the ACC Network, is with us in about 35 minutes to talk all things college football. One of my favorite NFL articles of the year every year is done in the preseason by a guy named Mike Sando. He grants anonymity, meaning you get more truthful answers. People who aren't afraid to attach, you know, give you a great quote, rather. They're not afraid that their name will be targeted because they offer an unfiltered opinion. So Sando tracks down more than 50 key people in the NFL. Some of them are head coaches, some coordinators, some executives. And he gives them five tiers. I need you to rank every starting quarterback in the NFL Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3, Tier 4, Tier 5. Now, Cam, who, by the way, for the eighth straight year, was ranked in the NFL Network's top 100 players. That's all positions. He came in at number 87 this year in the top 100. I think he was number 25 last year. The jolt to that number, of course, because he fumbled down the stretch and then was unavailable at the end as he was heading into shoulder surgery after the season. So Cam Newton healthy was 25, not far removed for that MVP season in 2015. Cam Newton not so healthy, still in the top 100, as everybody says, or his, his believers say, 
hey, if he's healthy, why can't he be one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL? Heck, one year he was the best quarterback in the NFL. Other years he's been top 10. He's always been top half, maybe after the original growing pains. So there he is again, eight straight years. He is, by his peers, voted one of the top 100 players in the NFL. Cam haters, I would encourage you to at least digest that a little bit. You might not trust the media. These are his colleagues saying, we view Cam this way, year after year after year. Very few guys have been on this list eight years in a row, right? Luke Keekley would be. He hasn't been around for eight years yet. But it's rarefied air for a guy like Cam Newton to be on that list with so few others fitting that category that way. So Sando does the 2019 version of on what tier do these quarterbacks fit? As I give you the eight guys that were the consensus best eight quarterbacks in America. Now they did not, they did not, by rule, they do not count incoming rookies. So even though Tyler Murray is expected to start for the Arizona Cardinals, they, they basically take the approach. There is no video. There's no body of work at the pro level. We're just leaving him off to the side. So I guess you could say they did rank 32 quarterbacks. They ranked both Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen of the Dolphins since you've seen them elsewhere. So two Dolphins quarterbacks as they ranked one through 32. No Cardinals quarterback. It's the obvious guy for every other franchise. The tier one quarterbacks, and my question to you on this is this. Who should not be included on this list of eight? And who's missing from this list of eight? The way these NFL executives, coaches, scouts, GMs, etc. answered the question, here's your top eight in order. Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers, quote from the article, put all the other QBs on that Packers team? And who do you think would succeed? Not many. Aaron Rodgers, number one, the consensus of these in-the-trenches NFL people. Number two, that Tom Brady guy. I think you, know, you all know him well. Quote, anyone who doesn't put him as a top-tier guy is evaluating the wrong things at the quarterback position. Number three, in order, all these guys are the top tier. They describe it as can carry his team each week. The team wins because of him. He expertly handles pure passing situations. Cam Newton finished 15th this year. That's almost dead middle. That's essentially saying you're basically the median. There are 14 we'd rather have, and there would be, you know, one or two more than that below you in this ranking from 1 through 32. Who shouldn't be included in this top eight and who's missing from this top eight as you've watched a lot of NFL football, as have I. So you go Rodgers, Brady, Breeze. The quote there, they do have a lot around Drew in New Orleans, but he's the one who makes it all go. A newcomer, a rising star, number four on Sando's annual QB rankings, Patrick Mahomes. Quote, who is better right now? You might even take them over any player in the entire league. Obviously, youth and production factored in for the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback there. The latest protege of the quarterback whisperer, Andy Reid, in Kansas City. Andrew Luck. Remember when he wasn't even rated for a while? Remember when he was the guy that had Colts fans saying, well, wait a minute, we liked this and that when he was really healthy. But is he ever going to be that again? Remember, he was kind of this year's cam. And one year, the optimists were wrong. And Andrew Luck didn't even come back. 
And another year, the pessimists were wrong. Andrew Luck did come back from those multiple injury issues, and he did prove that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL when healthy. So there you have Andrew Luck up to number five. Phillip Rivers of the Chargers comes in at six, Ben Roethlisberger at seven, and Russell Wilson at eight. That's it. In the consensus of these 50-plus key NFL people, again, find the article nowadays, Mike Sando is with The Athletic. He did this same article every year for ESPN for almost a decade. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Phillip Rivers, Big Ben, Russell Wilson. Who should not be included in that top eight? Who is missing from that top tier for you as an NFL fan? We'll take your calls on that as well at 1-800-849-2761. Tier two is described this way. Can carry his team, but not as consistently as the guys in tier one. He can handle pure passing situations in doses and or he possesses other dimensions that are special. He does have a hole or two in his game, however. The tier two quarterbacks, here we go. Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield. So the the eight tier the eight tier one guys and the six tier two guys are all ranked above your Cam Newton. He is the first guy, Cam, listed in tier three, which is described this way. A legitimate starter, but needs a heavier running game and or stronger defense to win. A lower volume passing offense makes his job easier. That's what they describe as the Tier 3 quarterbacks. A lot on Tier 3. Ready for this? Now, Cam, again, is the first on Tier 3, but also on Tier 3. And I think Cam is a little disrespected here. The quotes in the article make crystal clear that were Cam, were they sure Cam is healthy, that Cam would be on Tier 2 as a consensus, okay? Those dropping him say it's all about his shoulder. It's all about the uncertainty. They've seen him when he's healthy. They respect him when he's healthy. Cam Newton, again, number 15 in these 1 through 32 rankings, the first name on Tier 3. So those Tier 2 names, again, I'll, I'll put it this way. In the, in the TV show for kids, Sesame Street, they have a wonderful song and game, one of these things is not like the other, all right? Does Cam Newton belong on Tier 2, the other names, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield. My answer would be yes. Cam, Cam is not quite Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, even healthy Andrew Luck, Patrick Mahomes, Phillip Rivers, Russell Wilson. But I, I could lump Cam in with the on their way up the ladder. Guys like Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield, they're the younger guys on Tier 2. Or even veterans like Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford, they're the older guys on Tier 2. Doesn't Cam sound like a name that belongs more with those guys? If we're lumping them on tiers, right? There's five tiers. If you were interviewed by Mike Sando, you, you had to tell him, oh, he's a Tier 1 guy or he's a Tier 5 guy. No, no starting quarterback was a consensus Tier 5 guy this year but like Lamar Jackson in Baltimore was a tier four Josh Allen in Buffalo was a tier four Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen in Miami were tier four Case Keenum in Washington was the only other tier four and that's the consensus again you have different guys voting different ways of course more than 50 people interviewed for this article so does Cam sound like a guy you'd lump with Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, or those other guys I mentioned? Or here's the rest of Tier 3, and then we'll come to your phone calls, 1-800-849-2761. Kirk Cousins is 16th on this list, but 
tier three with Cam Newton at 15. Dak Prescott is 17. Nick Foles is 18. Jimmy Garoppolo of the Niners is 19. Derek Carr of the Raiders is 20. Joe Flacco, remember now with the Broncos, is 21. Andy Dalton, 22. Jameis Winston tied for 22. Eli Manning, 24. The former UNC star Mitch Trubisky with the Bears is 25. Marcus Mariota with the Titans, 26. Sam Darnold with the Jets is 27. I mean, I know our statewide audience has mountains of Cam haters and mountains of Cam lovers, man. He is as polarizing as almost anybody in the National Football League or has been for the last nine years now as he wears that uniform in year number nine starting today in Spartanburg in preseason camp. 1-800-849-2761. I don't think the not clearly healthy Cam belongs on Tier 1. And I'm a defender of Cam in most ways. I don't think he's an elite quarterback the way we use that word on Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, or now Patrick Mahomes has joined that list. Healthy Andrew Luck, Phillip Rivers, Russell Wilson. Ben Roethlisberger at times has felt like that tier. I don't know about right now. I think he might be more tier two with Matt Ryan and friends in my eyes. Cam Newton belongs with that top part of the NFL. Not the very top, but Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz. Guy won an MVP. Guy led the Panthers to a 15-1 season. The guy was 6-2 and two last year when healthy. I mean... Yes, he's had good defenses some years. Yes, he's lacked weapons, though, offensively in other years. If you shake out all of those things that surround him, the guy has done a lot more good than bad, especially these last six years, where, again, he's led the Panthers to the playoffs four times in those six years. Henry in Greensboro has Cam Newton on his mind. Question of the day, who shouldn't be included in that top eight? Who's missing from that top eight? And what do you think of Cam Newton at number 15 of the 32 starting quarterbacks as they are projected on depth charts right now and the NFL training camps has arrived? Henry in Greensboro, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. What's going on, DG? Doing great. Um, Cam Newton should, should be in the second tier. Andrew Luck should be brought out of, the, of that first tier. And the reason why I say that, I look at the wording in reference to, I think it was you said Mike Sando did. Mike Sando, yeah. Pure, he said pure passing. He didn't mention he, yeah. about being being a winner, uh, someone who can push it. Now, Cam has put his team on your shoulder. Isn't that what you want from your quarterback? Well, certainly Cam at his best can carry a team. We, I think all but his haters agree with that. Let me reread Tier 1. It's described as, quote, can carry his team every week. The team wins often because of him at quarterback. He expertly handles pure passing situations. And again, in the Sando article, as voted by these 50-plus NFL coaches and executives, Aaron, this is in order, one through eight, the only eight guys who got Tier 1 status. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson. Um, and that's, that's the description. You, you're, your team is winning in large part because you're that great of a quarterback and you can expertly handle pure passing situations, which, you know, that is part of the traditional definition of what makes a great quarterback. Well, I, I, that is true to a certain extent. I, I do believe that I think everything, if you're, if you're just talking about using your arm, that's fine. 
But I think everything should be in that package as a quarterback that can lead you yeah. to win no matter what. Yeah, uh, and I said Andrew Luck should be put out. Andrew Luck has been I, – I guess there was the switch because Andrew Luck was injured Yeah, two years. Uh, oh yeah, Andrew Luck was not tier one for about three years in a row because you, you weren't you weren't sure what you were getting in some years. He didn't play all that well behind a bad line in other years. He didn't play at all in what was that one full season. He didn't even take a single snap. So yes, these things change a lot from year to year. Just to be clear on Cam, you know, being ranked the first guy on tier three. Virtually, well, the first quote in Sando's article about Cam is the one that I think all of us would say. Quote. I don't think Cam trusted his arm last season, and you could see it in the deep passing game especially. Well, duh. I mean, that, that summarizes the 2018 Carolina Panthers right there. How did they go from that amazing 6-2 and two start to that horrible 1-7 and seven finish and missing the playoffs? Well, healthy Cam to bad shoulder Cam, and defensive coordinators are smart, and they build game plans around seeing that Cam's no longer trusting his arm, et cetera. So that was one quote. But the rest of the guys basically came to the consensus. No, I'm not calling Cam Newton a top eight quarterback. No, I don't believe he's he's up there with Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, Mahomes, etc. But we all know that health is part of this equation. And the more you dive into the article, again, it's at theathletic.com. When Cam is healthy, and here's a personnel director, when Cam Newton is healthy and everything is going, I actually think he's a tier one. So Cam got votes on all like one, tier one, tier two, and tier three. Actually, I broke it down. He got 26 votes for tier two. He got 27 votes for tier three. He got two votes for tier four. And then he got the one vote or a couple votes from those who kind of wanted to waffle. The, the tier four guys are saying he's hurt and we don't think he's healthy. That's basically it. The tier one guys are saying y'all are way too far down on Cam because if he is healthy, don't forget where he's been. And that, that quote says it all. When he is healthy and everything is going, I think Cam Newton is a tier one. That was from an NFL personnel director. He changes how his team plays. Even with the injury, he's still a tier two for me because what he has accomplished and shown us when he is healthy. The, the opinions are all over the place among these NFL coaches and executives. Just as to a degree, eight years into Cam Newton's time with the Panthers, I feel like in our statewide audience, the opinions are still all over the place about Cam Newton. I'd have him on my tier two. There is no way I'm taking one of these really young guys over Cam Newton. Show me more over a longer period. Now, if I'm really worried about Cam being healthy, that changes everything. I am assuming that what we saw earlier, month in, the, in recent months even, is that Cam is bouncing back properly from this shoulder surgery in a much better way than the previous surgery. Remember how they screwed up the timetable and they waited and waited and thought he was going to rehab and thought he might avoid surgery? Well, then you're three months down the road, and by the time you have the surgery, you're that much closer to training camp, and they just screwed it up. I mean, it wasn't anybody's fault. They were trying to do the right thing. He was not responding to rehab, and then the timetable gets thrown out of whack, and they have essentially just a, a... worthless season in large part because they miscalculated his injury timetable and surgery recovery this time I think they got the timetable right and Cam needs to continue to be smart about lessening the dramatic painful hits he takes why do you have so many injuries well you play 
like you're part fullback and part quarterback. There's an upside to that. You're one of the greatest dual threats in NFL history from the quarterback position, and the numbers back that up. There's a downside to playing that way, right? And that includes higher risk of injury. I've got Cam in my top 10 NFL quarterbacks when healthy. Have I ever believed he's up there with Rodgers, Brady, and Breeze? No. But have I ever believed or have I believed in the last six years that when Cam Newton was healthy, you know, he was a, uh, an average NFL quarterback or a below average NFL quarterback? No. I've never gone down those roads with his haters, although nine years now in, he still has plenty of those. 1-800-849-2761. Does this Panthers team reporting today in Spartanburg look like a playoff team to you? Why or why not? My answer is yes, it does. There are only a few players from last year's team that I miss at all. As a person, I miss Thomas Davis and Ryan Khalil and Julius Peppers. But to be candid, Pep and TD were not what they once were. I mean, you're, you're too sentimental if you believe the Panthers lost, you know, key impact players on defense. Luke Keekley is a key impact player on defense. K.K. Short is that guy. Cam went healthy on offense. Christian McCaffrey on offense. They kept most of what you'd want to keep. I'd say like 80-plus percent of what you'd want to keep. What they lost, does anybody really miss Devin Funches at wide receiver? I don't know who's going to step up there. Maybe it's Curtis Samuel. Maybe it's one of the younger guys. We'll see, but I don't see anybody crying over the departure of Devin Funches. It does look like a playoff team to me. I do think Ron Rivera and Cam Newton are going to get to the playoffs for the fifth time in their nine years together in Charlotte. Your answers to that question as well with more of my why I believe in these Panthers. You still need good health. You know how it works. Got to stay healthy, win your close games. Otherwise, everything changes. It's the nature of an NFL that in many ways is an example of the parody that we see in large and small doses all over the sports that we follow. Jacob wants in from Liberty, North Carolina. Eric McLean of the ACC Network joins live in 15 minutes. Mick Mixon of the Carolina Panthers will join us from Spartanburg in hour number three. Bob Muller said he might drop by today if he has any time, uh, given his other responsibilities. Just kidding. 1-800-849-2761. More on Zion Williamson's new shoe deal. It is among the biggest in history for an NBA rookie. And more on what Michael Jordan's options were way back in 1984. MJ, of course, is the guy who lured Zion to the Jordan brand as Zion signed on that dotted line here recently, and the news came out yesterday. 1-800-849-2761. More of those stories and your calls on the other side. Eric Mack Lane, a North Carolina product, a Clemson star during his days with the Tigers, now a broadcaster with the ACC Network. We'll talk college football with Eric, NFL with Mick Mixon. Your calls, too, on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. One thing I promised, Eric McLean on college football, Mick Mixon live from Panthers camp. Your call's in between 1-800-849-2761. So Michael Jordan's Jordan brand lures Duke's Zion Williamson to that outlet. Again, the reported number, seven years, $75 million. LeBron James, 16 years ago, coming out of high school to the NBA, is the biggest rookie shoe deal ever with Nike. To this moment, it's still the biggest, this is again, rookie shoe deal. Those who prove themselves and then re-sign do get bigger dollars. But Zion Williamson just joined a group of three. 
It was Kevin Durant 10 years ago coming out of the Texas program where he spent one year playing for the Longhorns. And it was LBJ 16 years ago straight out of high school. Zion just joined that group. I got the question, what were Michael's options coming out of college? This is 1984. He played three years for Dean Smith, won a national title there, all sorts of other accolades, of course, after being a star later in his career at Laney High School here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Darren, you've heard of Adidas. Of course. Believe it or not, and I'm telling you, I've written about this. Everything I'm about to tell you is true. I wrote about this a long time ago, uh, not in 84. I think I was in high school. But after that, when Michael became the ultimate shoe guy and pitch man, et cetera. Michael's favorite shoe company coming out of Carolina was Adidas. And the company was in a little bit of weird ownership transition and disarray. And they messed it up. Like, that was his favorite shoe. Oh, no. I am not kidding. Do your own research. I am not exaggerating or joking. Michael's favorite shoe was Adidas, and they screwed it up. You've heard of Converse. Of course. Michael Jordan's coach at Carolina, Dean Smith, had a coach's contract where the heels wore Converse. I know that's old school, but like Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and Dr. J were Converse guys, okay? Converse screwed it up to a degree. But also, Michael was tired of wearing Converse for the Tar Heels for those three years. Have you ever heard of a company called Spot Built? No, never I in kid, my life. I kid you not, they were one of the companies that got a meeting with Michael, his dad, and his agent, David Falk, and were one of the finalists. Now, of course, Nike got them, and as they say, everybody lived happily ever after. But those were Michael's options in 1984 as Zion just made his choice here in 2019. We're back after this on the David Glenn Show. Jerome Robinson, are you a hugger or a handshake guy? H how does it work if Adam Silver is waiting for you? I really don't know. I, I hope it's not awkward. <laughs> um, you know, I hope it's not like a hand-to-hug-to-hand kind of thing, but I don't know. I might just mess around and just hug him, no hands. I think he's uh, a hugger. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Eric McLean has made the transition from Clemson, first-team All-ACC offensive lineman and team captain to college football analysts for the new ACC network. He's a product of North Carolina. He joins us next on the David Glenn Show.